This is the Business on Top podcast with Shane Chernoff, VJ Patel, and Ben Siegel. You wake up in the morning, you say, I put on my big boy pants. Look, I'm wearing a belt. I got big boy pants on. And I was like, oh, damn, like, I didn't get a picture for the gram. Woody Williams was career 132 and 116 and was an all-star in 2003 for the Cardinals. Nice. Who came up with that band name? Chumbawamba. I don't know. It's like Oompa Loompa, but Chumbawamba. The Business on Top Podcast. I am back. What it do, baby? Woo! We will get to Taco Bell bringing back potatoes to their menu in just a second. But first, Vijay Patel, you had an Urban Dictionary of the Week for us, I believe the first of 2021. Oh yeah, we're shaking it up. We're starting with the Urban Dictionary word. All right, guys. We need Big Voice to get us uh, yeah. a new intro for that. We have Shower Thoughts and we have uh, Get Out of Here, which you're going to get to hear more of a little bit later on today's show. But uh, we need to do one for Urban Dictionary and B-O-T-T-O-Ds. All right, guys. This might be a little softball to start the year, but the word of the day is doucheberg. Oh, my God. Doucheberg? Is yeah. this better or worse than the way that we started off last week's show? Better. It can, get, it can go get much worse. All right, one guess. Did, did you watch that cartoon? <laughs> I watched the whole season. <laughs> Binge watch. It was long. It was very long. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it was hard to watch, you know what I mean? <laughs> Doucheberg. I had uh, a ball watching it. <laughs> the puns. Oh, Danish <laughs> cartoons. Um, Doucheberg. Do you have any guesses? Um, God, I mean, just like... It can't like the be, obvious, right? I, I was thinking it can't be any different from like a douche bag. Like a tool. Know. like a. Unless that's like a name that they call Pittsburgh, although that's not very creative if someone's trying to be like, yeah, Pittsburgh, more yeah. like Doucheberg. It's like, oh, yeah, that's wow, you really guess. got him. It's a terrible guess. That's not guess. a bad guess. Yeah, it's a, you guys are on the right track. I'm um, guessing, like, I don't know, some, some... I'll go with some... A tool who works in a in burger <laughs> place. All right, okay. you, you went a little bit off track there. but Okay, <laughs> yeah, so the definition, the official definition is someone who, at first meeting, shows a little bit of their douche self. But on getting to know them better, the full extent of their doucheness oh. becomes apparent. Likened to the iceberg that only shows a small <laughs> fraction of its total size. That's the sentence, upon seeing a known douchebag coming at him, he said in his best captain's voice, Doucheberg straight ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All Titanic right. was such a... Bi- like, seriously, I don't understand why Titanic was such a good movie, right? Like... It won. Did it win an Oscar? Did it not? It did. Yeah. So uh, we got fans. I was going to say we have an audience for the first time since the pandemic began. A very safe, socially distanced audience, and they have advised that Titanic won an Oscar. My problem with the Titanic winning the Oscar is like, did people not know what was going to happen to that boat when they went (laughs) into the theater? It's. I don't think I've ever. Have you guys seen it start to finish? Yeah, I uh, no, I have never seen it yeah, end to end because I just never cared to. Oh, because it. usually it's on TV and it's already like halfway through, and you're like, whatever, I'll just yeah, watch. Yeah, because remember it came out in 1997, so it's not something that you wouldn't have seen in the theaters. Uh, I mean, yeah, most I, people have seen at least the ending, like you know, with yeah, Leo, yeah. like uh, what's all it, the on famous a door scenes, or whatever. The yeah, yeah. On? Was there enough wood? Right, that's yeah. the debate. Yeah. Did Did Rose leave? 
I don't know, even what, remember what his name's character was. I want to Jack. say... I want to say Jack. Leonardo it was Jack. Dicaprio. I don't know. I was thinking Marty. <laughs> Rick? <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio was Marty on the Titanic. Probably wouldn't have had as... Uh, this is Back to the Future. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I have no idea. But when you guys went to the movies, like, what's the best movie candy? Right? Oh, like, movie it's been candy. A, it's been a while. And actually, not the last movie that's on theaters, but the last movie before that oh, would have been one... Yeah. Oh, we're getting suggestions we're, from the audience. A bunch of crunch. That is a uh, fantasy league member and uh, caller into the show. Tim Hennix advising that he enjoys a good bunch of crunch with his fantasy draft. Ben, you go. You're the candy fanatic. Yeah, no, here, I mean so. bunch of crunch. It, bunch of crunch and uh, the cookie dough bites. I would think would be the Ooh, top. Mm, I don't bites. think I ever like had the cookie dough bites just because like if I wanted cookie dough, just it's always like so much better to get from the store and just like eat it out of the tube with a spoon. Yeah, but we're talking <laughs> we're talking movie, movie candy. candy. <laughs> I'm not like, but, I'm, candy. well, what's what's the difference really? It's <laughs> like if you go to CBS and get like uh, CVS and get two peanut butter cups, or if you go to Publix and you get uh, a bunch of cookie dough to bring to the movies. Am I weird for liking the chocolate covered raisins? No, the raisinets no. are awesome because oh, raisinets, right? You put them in your popcorn, and then you get no. I didn't, I didn't do that, but that oh. Snow caps, not not a bad one either. Um, I never had them. What a Swedish fish! Swedish fish was an underrated one too. Is that considered a movie candy? I think so. You can get that or uh, Sour Patch Kids. I think is probably like the gummy candy that you would get if you go to the movies. Now they have those uh, those sour Airhead um, strips or whatever. Those yeah, they give you all of it's like a like a half of a bag for like ten bucks. That's like insane. it's like the, it, I think it's a bigger ripoff than. Stadium. They've candy. said. Food. They've said. And you know what? I want to. Stadium food. I want to look yeah. look this up. Um, like movie movie popcorn. Um, I think was like the biggest inflation of price relative to like what you're selling. What do you think? What do you think movies are gonna eat? Like theaters are gonna do. Po. I mean, I haven't been since before the pan. I mean, do you think? They're just going to take seats out of the theater after? Or what do you think? You think they're going to do anything drastic? To uh, no, I don't think they're going to do anything. I mean, they're already in the red as an industry. They're not going to try to, like, They, they just accepted it. They're like... I mean, at this point, what are you going to do? I, you can rent out theaters now. So that's what they're doing now. So I get, I think it's like, what's a max of how many people per theater? Uh, and here, locally, it's, I think, 50 per theater. And you have to sit, like, uh, every... And they have, yeah, purposely socially distanced So, in other words, if you go to a movie and you, you take one seat and it's in the exact middle, the two seats to the left of you are going to get blocked off, assuming you're not with anybody else. And then the two seats to the right are going to get blocked off. It's not same fun. Reason. I, you can't go with your significant other at that point. I mean, unless you can I mean, sit together. You can. And it, honestly, like, I'm okay with it. If you really don't like people, um, <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. You get like, a personal movie, you know, smaller crowds. That's why, like, that LSU UF game that I went to, yeah, that was like one of my favorites because there wasn't like anybody crowding me, and also it was like sixty degrees, which you never get for a game in the swamp. So that was nice too. But that's had, apple oranges, someone though. who that's a... remain unnamed had to throw a shoe. Hopefully, future uh. guests of the show, maybe one day. Maybe I don't know if I want to ever have him on. But I'm looking at an article that says typical markups on movie theater concessions, popcorn. Sale price is seven ninety nine. The cost of making it is ninety cents. It is sold at a seven hundred and eighty eight percent markup. Soda five hundred and fifty eight percent, and candy three hundred thirteen percent. That's not a really a like. That's not, it's a, not surprising. Yeah, a huge surprise. It's not yeah. surprising, but imagine like selling something 
something to somebody for eight times what it's worth and like no one asks a question about it everyone's just totally okay with it capitalism yeah. my friend it's seriously yeah movie well, theater po- the popcorn drugs. industry goes with the movie industry although i'm probably gonna make some popcorn during the break <laughs> um we and, might as well transition overpriced food as we mentioned like stadiums and, and sports like we might as well get this out of the way with there is some big i mean definitely football like head coach head coaching yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I saw so that segue be- a little bit. It was I tried. I was tracks, like, I was, yeah. And you nice brought it right on the road. I was like it trying jumped. to transition it into into sports because I mean we could probably carry a nice. We can, movie, yeah, we could do like you know, a two hour movie special. Yeah, we should um, do that one day. But yeah, he Ben saw me running a little bit too far off course. He had to steer me back to. I I, the, I I saw a top <laughs> four like top four movie leather seats go and i was i didn't want to i wasn't prepared for it so i was like yeah what color what seats he saw the writing on the wall i was gonna go on like a 10 minute recliner no recliner yeah Uh, so yeah what what do you guys i mean especially being a former gator what are your thoughts on urban to the jags yeah well certainly i think that's the most interesting hire um urban meyer somebody who has uh, come to be known as somebody who's great at grooming young quarterbacks, uh, taking over for the Jaguars. They've got a lot of cap space. They've got a lot of free agency to work with. And, uh, you know, they've got a lot of draft picks coming up. So uh, I certainly think that if there is, you know, one young untested, first job in the NFL, by the way, uh, to see if they can turn the Jaguars around, you got to think it's Urban Meyer. Yeah, I mean, he's got a pretty good, you know, track record of success, but it's how he's going to transition into the NFL. Does, the does he bring Tebow on as an advisor? Is, is there going to be starting some QB. kind of a starting quarterback? Yeah. I saw on Twitter <laughs> someone s- said Team Chaplin. Or t- or Tebow. <laughs> I like that. No, I think <laughs> I think that's a good idea. So Taysom I'll, Hill 2.0. Yeah, either a strength coach or, or Team Chaplin. I think I'll I'll take that one. But uh, yeah, there's a, that coaching carousel is going in the NFL like it is every year. Um, you're getting a lot of uh, first-time head coaches, and then another one is uh, joining the team in New York. Gang Green gets a new head coach too. Oh yeah, is it time? Robert? Is it, Robert, is it time? Sal- Robert Saleh, hairiest arms in NFL history, will become a head coach with his three-quarter sweatshirt. And then the Jets are the Jets' hairy defense is coming back. <laughs> hopefully, oh. hopefully the Jets Live have a oh! Everyone. The return. The return. That is the sound of my mind Guys, blown. It's my name's on it too, so. So it's official. Jets, as VJ Patel unretires. Um, oh, I gotta take my mic. Jets hat. Yeah, no, take that. Take the headset off. There you go. Okay. All right. So VJ Patel redons the Jets hat after taking uh, off as a Jets fan for for ten years. He is I'm, back on the narcotic. I'm back. I'm back, boys. We might get. Five, five or six wins this this oh, next season. No, do it. But we'll Super, see. I'm, who do they draft? Well, Super Bowl. That's the real question. Well, we're hoping to get. I, I'm. I want the O line to be like. Uh, well, you draft like a your- great wall in front of uh, Darnold. So we'll start there. Maybe like get a, a good cornerback and a big free agent wide right signing. You don't. Um, th- do Kenny you- Galladay, maybe Chris Godwin, or one of those big big time receivers. So we'll see. Do you think that uh, the Jets would be making a mistake committing to Darnold and not drafting Fields had they had the opportunity to draft him? Because I feel like you've seen all what you need to see from Darnold. You know, the problem with the quarterback that says, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, is 
he's just not going to pan out. You you don't see that where a quarterback spends four to five years in the league without being able to realize whether or not he's good. I think he's just worked with a lot of, uh, I want to say bad coaching. I mean, he's he hasn't really got that uh, uh, that leadership from any of the any of the coaches, honestly. And the pieces around him have just not been there for him. So if we do sign somebody big, like like I said, a Kenny uh, a Galladay or someone that can get wide open and give him confidence to throw the throw the ball down the field, like we had with uh, Robbie Anderson, a um, couple was it two seasons ago? Yeah. Uh, well, no, I think he was last actually season. Was last his first season. Year as the Panthers. Last season, he had he had a career year, and that's why he got so much money going to the Panthers. Yeah, I mean, um, like the only other time I've seen a quarterback where you didn't know whether or not they were good for five to six years, and then they ended up being successful. It was Ryan Tannehill, and you're seeing it now in Tennessee. What about Baker Mayfield? Um, well, Baker Mayfield was great his first year, and then he had a down year the second year. His third year, now he's had like a nice rebound, and it's even more impressive that he's been able to do so uh, without Odell Beckham Jr., who got hurt very early in the season. It almost seemed like they played better. I think um, Darnold is a good quarterback that they can mold into something that something successful. I think a good defense will bring the offense back out for I, the Jets. I feel like so. I've seen enough of both quarterbacks in New York to know that neither of them are probably going to be any good for either team that they're already on. In other words, well, unless you get a change of scenery, I don't think Daniel Jones is getting any better as a Giant. I don't think uh, Sam Darnold's getting any better as a Jet. I mean, you've seen what, everything that they need to see from them. Well, I'm optimistic. So. you, you got to think of it like, I could be wrong. I know the Giants haven't. I don't think the Jets have. I know they didn't this year, but, um, well, Joe Douglas, the current Jets GM, GM didn't uh, draft Darnold. But, like, Gettleman in New York drafted Daniel Jones, right? He did, and that's the problem. You know, I wish this t- team has said that they're going to give him one more year. Yeah. I don't agree with that. I say you cut bait, start over with a quarterback, because if you haven't seen it from Daniel Jones from the quarterback position, um, I mean, look at the rookie quarterbacks right now. You kind of know who's good and who's not. Uh, Tua starting to give you a little bit of concern down there in Miami. Uh, God, this is such a sportsy segment. I can't believe I'm in the middle of this. We went uh, back to it. You know, yeah, you guys tricked me. I'm really annoyed. <laughs> now, I'm, I get my revenge on you next, but first let me finish up this thought. You've seen Burrow. You know he's pretty good. You just hope that he can come back healthy uh, because that's never an injury that you want to have, especially from a rookie quarterback. And Justin Herbert has been amazing in, I was going to say San Diego, but L.A., well, a lot of these GMs, you know, that's like they drafted these guys and they're going down, you know, with them. It looks bad if they draft a guy and then three years later they draft another quarterback. It looks bad on them. So I think a lot of these guys try and if they miss on the quarterback, they try and fix if their mistakes. If they miss on the quarterback, their job is done. Well, I mean, they're, they're, until they're fired, they're they're they yeah. they're going to try and you know, I I think drafting another one while they're young looks even worse. Um, that's what the Giants at least are in right now, the Jets, it's different. There's yeah. a new GM. He didn't draft Arnold, so maybe the Jets will go fields or, you know, maybe Trevor Lawrence will somehow drop, yeah. which would be crazy. But um, A lot of talented uh, Alabama players on the board, too. I don't know if you saw at the SEC Championship, they did one of these uh, pop culture challenges where they brought in stuff from, like, the 90s and early 2000s, and these 18-year-old kids were just, like, clueless. I did not. Well, I'm glad you haven't seen it because – my uh, revenge on you guys for making me do a really sportsy NFL segment is coming up next. We are going to play a game where we show each other pop culture things from our past, and we'll try to guess. Quiz show coming up next, BOT. The Business on Top Podcast. Welcome back to the Business on Top Podcast. 
Um, if you watched the national championship, you might have seen Alabama uh, dominate again. And I know many of you are thinking, well, what's Nick Saban's secret? Um, and, you know, I thought about it, uh, realized that Saban's a multiple-time champion. It was his seventh championship with Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I called Nick, and I spoke to him uh, this, you know, the morning of, and I said, you know, what did you do to these guys? They're, they're like men among boys. They took Ohio State, and they crushed him. Um, and he said, look, I swear by Mimas Chimi which is an all-natural, authentic, all-purpose chimichurri sauce wow. that's locally made right here in Boca Raton. Mimas Chimi can be used on almost anything. You guys know I like it with my Impossible Tacos, but you can also use it on steak, chicken, fish, and salads. The possibilities are endless, and it works for any diet because it's vegan, keto, and vegetarian-friendly. Uh, the Chimi comes in an 8-ounce jar and can be ordered at www.mimaschimi.com. And, you know, if you're in South Florida, are you in South Florida? Oh, we're here. Are you in South Florida? We are. Well, we're in South Florida, so we would be able to get it at Doris Italian Market in Boca Raton, Bravo Supermarket in Pembroke Pines, shout out to my people in the Pines, and El Bodegon in Lake Worth, and Vinny's Stone Crab Market Grill. Remember, it's not Chimi if it's not Mima's. And Nick Saban said all that to me. He wow. didn't really, but... The Nick Saban. The Nick Saban. Wow, he likes Mima's Chimmy. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the things that uh, they did, and I, I alluded to this uh, earlier in the show... They had this fun uh, pop culture kind of quiz where the host of, I don't know if it was the SEC Network or some other kind of channel, were showing them pictures of stuff, you know, from their, not their childhood, I guess our childhood. Like, they couldn't identify a VCR. Have you ever asked, like, a, you know, young kid, like, can you believe that they don't know what VCRs are? I, I can kind of believe it, but if you really think about it, it's kind of crazy. I spent basically the first 10 years of my life with just a VCR, mm-hmm. and then yeah. we moved on to the, the DVD player. The real game changer in terms of DVD players was... PlayStation when, 2. That's right. That's absolutely right, because that was <laughs> revolutionary, because it was one of the very few systems that was a CD player, a DVD player, and the game system. Yeah. I mean, most of these, these younger kids probably don't even know what Blockbuster is. Oh, dude, I love a good run through Black. <laughs> I'm not going to get started. I see, I, see ben <laughs> no, like, no. I see Ben over there like ready to cut me off. <laughs> but uh, I, I want to give you guys a pop quiz because I want to see, like, you guys are, like, you know, big on nostalgia. Like, we've all missed the stuff from being kids. Like, Nick News with Linda Ellerby and, um, what? you know, all that <laughs> and, and Are You Afraid of the Dark. Uh, all sorts oh, of fun, afraid, yeah. fun stuff like that. Um Speaking of that, we're going to get to uh, Nickelodeon doing a broadcast in the playoffs in a second. But I want to do our very own pop culture quiz. The way this works is it's going to be a quiz show. Um, Each person is going to have five pictures to try to stump uh, the other two. We haven't seen each other's Stuff from our childhood. We haven't shared it. We each have five. And uh, we'll add up the points at the end, and just like whose line is it anyway, the points are made up and the game doesn't matter. Yeah. But we'll throw the pictures, I think, right? Yeah. Like, oh. We'll, there or there? There? We'll put it up right on here. the side, we'll over put there. it up on the middle, we'll put it somewhere. Well, yeah, see if you guys, on the screen. See if you guys know, you, if you're the true 90s. I can genie it, I can do bam, and that's over here. Yeah, if you're a true 90s uh, baby. Ben, I thought you were going to go first, okay. but uh, okay. Okay. Let, let, let's see what you got. I'm, how confident are you, VJ, that you're going to dominate this? <laughs> I, I mean, think I'm going to win. I think I, I'm the favorite. Yeah, I think Shane's going to win, but... 
don't know. We'll, I, we'll see. see. We'll that see. just means I, I lead the league in useless knowledge. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna start easy and work my way. That's At what least I'm what I do. think as, is easy. as you should. I think okay. that's absolutely what all you right. should do. Mine are picture, all softballs. Picture one. Do I show? Should I show or not? show? No, you can flash it up on the screen. No, no, no. Okay. You flash right. it as yeah. we do. All right, ready? Yeah. So I'll take a look. I know what that is. I know what that is. Yeah. Okay. Easy. Yeah. Super easy. Tamagotchi. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's probably a lot of dramatic, uh, lot of dramatic effects. So. Oh, that was one of mine. So. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Uh-oh. That's okay. Gentlemen, keep track of your points. Um, mine. We'll have it on the. Wait, one. if it's like whose line? The what? show where the points don't the points matter. Points don't matter, bro. Points don't matter, but keep track of your points anyway, just in case they do matter. Best <laughs> 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 for last, you. <laughs> I, I was just excited. It's my, I want to go first. It's my. It's my, it's my turn. turn. Your second. This is something that was from oh, part of our childhood. It's also I think one it's of mine. U- ubiquitous. <laughs> it's it is a gimme. Okay. I guess you have the disadvantage I think, of, going, the f- of going last. So what the? What is it, BJ? Furby. Yeah, Furby. Yes, Furby. Okay. All right. These, these are softballs for me. Okay. Okay. I think. Uh. Oh, I know yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, I know this. I know Wait, this. are we naming like where they're from? No, just the general. Like, no, you, no. you know. Okay. On one, Do two, you know? three. Saved by the Bell. Power Rangers. Oh. That's Power Rangers? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, wow. was, that was the biggest fail swing, of 2020. In your, in your defense, Look, I took a chance. I swung for the fences. In your defense, when I first saw it, I was like, yeah, that might be. And I thought then, the guy at the top was Mario Lopez and the yeah, guy at the bottom was Mark Paul Gosselar. It did. It, it did kind of look. <laughs> I mean, it's, but they were the Power Rangers? <laughs> Those were the Power Rangers. Okay. So okay. everyone has perfect scores except for me going All right, into round ben, two. All right. Round two. Okay. So this will get a little harder than my first one. Yeah. All right. <laughs> what was your favorite Nick game show? I'm just trying to filibuster until you have your picture ready. But I, I, I like I like to figure it out with Summer Sanders. Oh no, I like the Legends of the Hidden Temple. Wasn't yeah. That oh, that was good. Yeah, that, that was, was good. Temple, Gold right. Gas or Gold right. Guts. Yes. Um, <laughs> do not. You guys are gonna know the character name. I okay. want to know the person's real life name, like the actor's name. Okay, actor's name, not the okay. character. That is... Oh! Okay, no. Sorry, I got too excited because I knew the answer. Do you know the actor's name, not the character? Oh, Because um, the character's too easy. Okay. You want me to go for it? Wait, no, wait. You've got to both go at the same time. No, okay. I, I don't know. I don't know the actor. One, name. two, three. Jaleel Urkel. White. Yeah. Also Damn. was Urkel on Family Matters and was also the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog in the old 90s cartoon. It's oh, fun, fun fact. fact. Yeah. Yeah, I figured Urkel was like... Uh, that was... Way yeah. too easy. That, so. that is why we play this game. So I can give you useless information about people that you cared about from the 90s. My next one is, uh, you know what? I'm not even going to tell you who it is, what it is. I'm not going to give you a clue. Here you go. My number two pop culture quiz photo. Oh, my you know who God. This is? It is a picture of an artist. He's got... Uh, crazy dreads and ridiculous hair this is probably not the best game show to be playing through an audit audio visual but here we are like i said we're not monday morning quarterbacking this segment so uh sounds like you i've stumped both of you two in question two one two three what do you got i know it's a rapper it is it is it is a rapper um famous in the 90s was on the space jam soundtrack don't think he ever made anything into the 2000s. I feel like Bone Thugs. I don't know. Harmony was not. I'm gonna get. I'll, I'll go with one, and I'll say my second one. Go I feel for like it. A, it. Is that Shaggy? It was not Shaggy. Is it Afro Man? It was not Afro okay, Man. Those are my two. That was Coolio. Oh my. God. That was Coolio. Yeah. All right. I probably should save that one for later because I thought that one might 
trip one of you guys up. But you guys are both more music people than me, so I'm surprised that uh, you know that one might. But the thing is, like, I listened to it, but I never saw the, the yeah. actual artist. I was gonna say I was able to slip. I, I was able to slip one past the goalie there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my turn. Yeah. All right, here we go. I think go. I see it. Oh. Uh, yeah, okay, I'm good. I know who that is. Yeah, it took, it took me a second. So I actually am really bad with faces. But uh, ready on three? Yeah. One, two, three. That's Janet, Janet Jackson. Jackson. Yep, got it. All right. So I redeem myself here because I stump my other two co-hosts. Um, I think we all have three points We're right We're tied. Now. We're tied. Everybody's got three points. We're tied. One third. One third no, I didn't get Urkel. Or 20% of the way. Oh, okay. I mean, right. I didn't get Julie White, so... Oh, okay. Well, well the points don't matter, yeah, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so I have a million points. <laughs> the points don't matter. All right, so we'll stay on the uh, topic of musical artists. All right. All right. I like this challenge. Uh, okay, I think I know who it is, but I'm not, I'm not positive. This is uh, a very handsome man um, that I believe... Uh, it's the person <laughs> that I think it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, you know, he's got a right. very nice 5 o'clock shadow. Just a very nice-looking... Uh, musical artist. Right. So three. Without further ado, three, two, one. That's Ricky, Ricky Martin. Martin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice oh, I'm proud of myself. I would have been really embarrassed if I was just like Emilio Estevez or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if I just missed that? Oh, that'd have been bad. Okay. <laughs> My so. number three. You may have watched this when you got home from school, depending on how much public television you watched. Uh, do you know what this is? Are you confident? You can. Okay, he looks at it. He nods right away. He's got it. Do you know what this is? Yes. Okay. You know. All right. Let's see what you got. You guys are both pretty confident in this one. Three, two, one. Dragon Tales. That's right. Nice. Nice job. Yeah. Dragon Tales. I thought maybe I was gonna trip you guys up on one of that. But I think we all watched uh, PBS programming after mm-hmm. school. Well, watched a little Arthur. Do you have one, or you need me to? Can we do Ben's go. top four Arthur characters? Um. Yeah, I have one. I have one. <laughs> yes. Oh. oh. Uh, the name of it? I mean, general name. I think there's like oh, a couple. Gosh, names no, that's that's tough. That was, that's like the classic beach game. Yeah. So there's, I want to call it catchy, but that's definitely not what it. That definitely not what it is. I feel like it's like paddle ball. Or I'm something. stumped. I I don't I don't have it. I, I don't know. I know what it is. I recognize it. It's very generic. Like there there's no like official name for it. But if you guys get somewhat near it, tennis velcro. No, it's not. I have no idea what it is. I give Velcro. up. Velcro. I give up. I, I got nothing. Yeah, it's like Velcro ball catch game. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <Vel>. Generic. <laughs> Can you imagine if you, like, put that up and I was, I was just, like, right away, oh, I know what it is. It's Velcro ball catch game. Then you would have won. You would have gotten a million. Then yeah. have, that's the, the automatic win. We'll it's, give you guys a – because you guys knew what it was. So. <laughs> yeah, is that so. the equivalent of the money ball? <laughs> so I get 1,000 points. You guys get one. Okay. All right, round four. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna transition to some food. All right. Like, oh, you oh. know what? That's interesting because I thought about doing a food to try to get you guys, but I just stayed with like pop culture, uh, TV shows, movies, so and stuff like that. Focus on the food in this. It's not a great. All the other pictures had the name of it in the thing, so I had to find one that didn't. P- focus on the food, like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. I know what it is. Not Mario. Focus on the food. Yeah, so that's that's Mario standing next to a big chocolatey ball with wondrous things inside. Two, three, Wonder, Wonder Ball. ball. Did yeah, you know, I mean, or did you get? Did you? I used to get my mom used dude, to get you know, oh, every Wonder Balls, the, the, the Wonder, candy, the sweet yeah, candy. Wonder yeah. Balls for the amount of food you were getting is just 
was so insanely expensive. It was like four dollars for one of those, and the candies inside were so small. Like you were. Yeah, definitely... but we still bought it. Yeah, I know because it was sparkly and it had. There were Pokemon Wonder Balls. Yeah, Nestle was a genius when they were marketing that because. Yeah. Speaking of it things works. that are marked up, it's like right up there with movie theater popcorn. <laughs> Just go your round four. <laughs> Continue around four. I'm trying to run this show off the rails right now. You have two. Okay. I have... Two left. VJ has two left. Oh, I've got. I think I we're have... gonna stick with the '90s theme. I had a 2000s one that I was gonna pull out of nowhere, but uh, I think we're gonna stick with this. You guys might know I, th- this one has gotten about like a 50% success rate on people that have tried it on. Do you, are you familiar with this work of art? It is a movie. It is a movie about basketball. Ooh, I like where this is going. It is from knows. the 90s, if you've ever watched. Okay. Of course. See, that's I know in- it. See, that's uh, interesting, because I figured you were either going to have no clue, or you were going to no, nail dude, it. No, dude, I know, I know all... One, uh, one, two, three. Crush it. Yeah. Luck of the Irish. Yeah, yeah Luck, I, don't, I know the all Irish, the Disney man. movies. Yeah, that, I, I didn't watch a lot of TV. Another fun up, fact, but. lead actor in that movie is uh, Ryan Merriman, who a lot of people say look like me. Also, that's the kid from Smart House, if you ever want to do a side-by-side comparison with me and the kid, okay. from, the kid from Smart House. That might be a little fun thing to do for YouTube. Um, what do you got? All right. I'm going to pull it up right here. VJ Patel. We have breaking news from the gallery. Flaming hot nachos are hot. Peanut gallery over here. So, I mean, this is... I think this is going well. I think it's entertaining. Oh, that's easy. Oh, yeah, okay. I thought you wanted me to name the specific one, but yeah, one, two, three, Beanie Beanie Babies. Yeah, I think... I I needed a softball because I I I just took mine. Being last is not good in this game. You're really grooving fastballs for us, and we're just... Hey, I just want to make you guys. Uh, I'm but, winning anyway. But then again, so. I'm the one that didn't know who the Power Rangers are, <laughs> oh, so I don't. I, think, I thought that was the biggest. Softball yeah, that was the biggest upset. All right, final one. Rangers. I would be very surprised if either of you got this. Um, I might. Uh, I I might surprise you. You never know. I'd be very surprised. You never know. So you, you got these. Know. Uh oof, no no no. That's that's so like you somebody that these, that's like, so somebody that spent uh the first 13 years of your life in is, on long island or on queens. queens this is big in new york yeah that was, oh, was that's, it you I, can I, get these out of the gumball machines they were 25 cents and you'd collect them but they have a name like oh i don't know i mean they look like i know that so there's you guys a, are stumped yeah i'm stumped. i give up i gave up right away i knew um, right away that i was never gonna get that no chance so it's uh a bunch were, of like kids dressed in baggy clothes and um, sneakers and stuff. I, I don't even know how to describe it. You might just have to hype, flash it up on the screen. Or no. no, too early. Too early for that. Oh, they were called homies. Okay. Oh, they had them yeah. at, uh, I think they had them down here at Toys R Us. Yeah, too. probably. They were at, like, outside of a, uh, like, an ISIS place that we used to go to all the time. So that's. Oh. That, I, never I knew that guy was, that would stump you. I had to put one that was tough. Okay. So. Yeah, well, so all of them were round here's, five. Here is the one where I'm gonna stump you guys. I think we all saved our hardest for last. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what Ben Siegel? What is this? He's looking like at a blank title? stare. Yeah, you know what it is. I don't know what it is. Okay, I can, so you don't know, VJ. You can steal from Ben right now if you know what this is. It is a is a action movie from the '90s, a quintessential '90s action movie. That I uh, give special shout out to our favorite restaurant, Taco Bell. Rocky um, enters major li- the. <laughs> Yeah, Rocky, yeah, Rocky yeah. Rocky is Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Snipes. So uh, Rocky is fighting Willie Mays Hayes for some reason. Do you I, know? I've seen the movie. I, I'm I'm just blanking out on the name. Name some other actors who are in it. Uh, 
No, no, I'm thinking Bruce Willis. Never mind. Yeah, I'm thinking of a different. What's it called? You went straight to Die Hard. Yeah, no, no, no. It was a different with Chris Tucker. (laughs) Uh, Oh, okay. Oh, what what was that that one? The Mike from Michigan movie. Okay, whatever. No, no, no. We'll figure it out during the break. Yeah, what's um? You guys don't know. You guys give up. That is Demolition Man. Demolition Man. Taco Bell was the only. Uh, restaurant that survived the fast food wars, and they served like filet mignon in that movie. Nice. And then all the, all the cool people lived underground, and Sylvester Stallone ate a rat burger. Definitely worth a watch if you wanted a little ninety minutes. Not a douche burger. Right. Not a, a douche burger. This. All right. Mine's last one's gonna be a fashion trend of the nineties. Oh, this is gonna be interesting. Fa- the first fashion trend, the only fashion trend of the game. Yeah. Uh, this one's the money ball. What is this? Uh, oh. I mean, one, two, three. Is it a choker? choker? Yes. Choker, yeah. Oh, perfect. All right, man. We nailed that. God, we, you know, I'll tell you what. I, the only person that ended up looking bad in this game was me. I was so confident, and then uh, it's going to go viral. Shane does not know what the Power, who the Power Rangers. Rangers are. Uh, coming up next, we order Taco Bell. We end the show talking about more Taco Bell, and we get one get out of here. I got something for you, Alabama fans. It's coming up next. The Business on Top Podcast. Welcome back to episode 18 of the Business on Top podcast. What you guys think of that game last round? Pop culture game. You guys want to do something like that again? Yeah. We should do... Um, that was very very reassuring. Should, Thank you. We should narrow it down <laughs> no. maybe from like either you know, like shows. like Category. Th- this one, it was 90s slash 2000s, like anything. So maybe if we all narrow it down, well, I guess I would mean we'd have a... 90 shot. shows you have uh, a better shot again yeah we should do unless it's power rangers in which case i'll <laughs> never get it ever uh we should do from five choices to like three you know okay. make it make it a little bit quicker yeah yeah no that that's good with me um and you know i, I was interested to see what went on in the the nfl this weekend because if you remember from our cold open last week um we talked about the NFL broadcasting a game on Nickelodeon. And you and I, we all knew that we pretty much had no idea what the heck that was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went to go see the Bears and Saints game over the weekend. And I think it was the most entertaining uh, announced team. It was the most entertaining broadcast period that I've seen. I was thoroughly impressed by it. And it seemed like the reviews were overall positive. Well, I was I uh, on our last podcast, I assumed it was to tailor towards a younger audience, and I mean, I guess you were that's right. what it was. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. what it was, and it makes sense. I thought it was great too. The slime after all the touchdowns and why has defense. this not been thought of before? Like how how is this something that like networks or leagues don't think about in order to appeal and like hook a new generation? Yeah, I didn't get to catch really much of the game until the fourth but yeah i saw the slime i saw the um the spongebob in the field goal <laughs> in oh, yeah. between the uprights yeah um yeah i think it's a good idea i mean then the you, minecraft like play recreations that yeah. was I thought, that's minecraft right i'm yeah hip. i i didn't see the whole i didn't see the, all of it but i it, i'm assuming it was minecraft i don't know I, I yeah oh, okay well if either. you hadn't seen i watched i think probably the first about three quarters of the game um, Noah Eagle, who is Ian Eagle's son, and man, if you listen to that guy, he is a carbon copy of his really? father. Yeah, somebody who's like a total broadcast nerd, a total um, like play-by-play color commentary nerd. He did an excellent job. Um, he was polished. He kept everybody engaged. 
Nate Burleson did a good job. Nate Burleson has to be a parent. I'm not looking it up because I feel like it would send me off on a tangent for a change. But <laughs> Nate Burleson's color commentary makes it such that he, you think that he does a pretty good job communicating with kids. He's probably got a couple of his own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because I would be very shocked if somebody didn't have kids and was that good at um, explaining things to people. He made a lot of comparisons. Like it's, He talked about Mitch Trubisky being benched, and he said... Well, it's like when your parents ground you, but then they unground you, but they're keeping an eye on you. And that's what the Bears are doing with Mitch Trubisky after he was replaced by yeah. Nick Foles. I, I thought that was so creative. Yeah, that, yeah. that's that's the goal. I, I, they had to tailor it towards the younger kids, so they had to change up the way you talk about the game, like how how football works on both sides Young of the ball. Young Sheldon explained the penalties. Yeah. yeah, I did catch that. I'm curious yeah. to see if, like, baseball or um, – They need ooh. to. I feel like baseball, more so than basketball, would be able to capitalize, like especially with a home run. Home runs and strikeouts, strikeout. which is pretty much all you see in today's game. Yeah. There's got to be a good chance. I mean, slime for every home run. I'd like to see what they do if someone charged the mound or if there was a fight. Would they – Well, something very sim- <laughs> kind of similar to that happened. There was a little bit of a hot mic on the field. I did, I did. I did hear, hear about that. Cordell Patterson. In case you uh, don't know or didn't hear about it, uh, a what the f was captured on an on-field <laughs> mic in Nickelodeon. And I was watching that. That part I was watching. I can tell you, I was sitting at that couch about 15 feet away, and I just put my hands in my face because I know, like, what a nightmare from a broadcast perspective that probably is especially when it's the first time you want to try to do something like this for kids yeah well kids nowadays are hearing that stuff in all those like fortnite lobbies and call of duty and all that so you know like it's not a terrible point but i want to think yeah uh, you know it's not ideal for nickelodeon's first broadcast the executives uh were probably having yeah Yeah. having a nightmare that but let me tell you something There was some, there was some, it was mostly positive reviews, but I did see some criticism over, um, I think her name is Gabby Stevens, um, I'll, pro- I'll try to correct that if I'm wrong, but, and uh, Lex Lumpkin, who was the sideline reporter who hilariously called Mitch Trubisky, Minch Trubisky, <laughs> um, which I think is a better name for him, considering the way that he plays, <laughs> his uh, name should be as wobbly as his throws, but um, they did such a good job. Those guys were 15 years old, and they did a, a better job than probably most people in their early 20s would have handled broadcasting an NFL game into a national audience. The degree of difficulty in making that interesting um, from the production side, and even doing the broadcast from the kids' side, the degree of difficulty on all that was incredibly difficult, and I thought, all things considered, they did a fantastic job, and I want to see more stuff like that. I want to see, they could probably yeah. do it with NHL. You know, do you remember the glow puck from Fox? They could do something like that. The neck could catch fire if somebody scores a goal. I don't know. There's just a lot of fun possibilities in, in yeah. all these games, and I think more leagues should really start looking into this possibility because it's an untapped demographic. Yeah, especially with, I mean, technology now and 4K TVs. And, like, I mean, people can get really I, – what I love, Creative, you ever yeah. seen um, – Mainly before NBA and NHL games where they, like, turn the ice or their court into, like... A projector. Yeah. And they make, like, some crazy... Like, movie. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that stuff is... I I don't know why more teams don't utilize that or at least advertise that. I think they're moving towards it now. Some of that stuff is unreal. Or, like, the holograms. Yeah. Absolutely. All... (laughs) 
coming full circle. Yeah. Well, for we'll, the next business on top, should I get a projector? I could turn the podcast table into a projector. We'll play yeah. And hi- we got highlight get a ho- reels of me eating frosted flakes before and the show. a hologram. We need a hologram projector of some someone. That would be awesome. Right here. Um, no, I was gonna say coming full circle. We're talking about all this, but we grew up on. Uh, VHS where we were like taping over stuff and like looked like it was filmed on a potato the next day because like you couldn't <laughs> see what was going on right and now you got all the like holograms you got DVR you got I mean There's I mean so we sound old mediums. but yeah, yeah crazy yeah speaking of potatoes yeah <laughs> he throws it down he throws it up for you so you can there throw it down go. he hey. lays it out he plays it out that how is what we do it news. Big how news about this week. that Taco Bell Potatoes are back, boys. Oh, yeah. Round of applause. Um, that's some, a little bit of positivity. Taco, Taco Bell is bringing back the potatoes. Potatoes and your favorite. The Beyond spicy meat. potato sauce. And, yes, so that's a, that's a first that I was very excited about. People are talking about the potatoes. There's not, uh, there's not too, too much hype going around about this, but they're having uh, impossible meat in um, some of these menu items. So I'm very excited for that to take place. I guess that's starting... Uh, in March, we will talk to the Taco Bell sommelier, uh, Tarun Sinha. <laughs> the peanut <laughs> galleries over here. About uh, what he thinks of the new Taco Bell menu changes uh, later next month. But uh, in the meantime, there's something. It was National Championship Week this week, and there's there's a couple things I need to get off my chest. Um, I'm not sure if you guys are frustrated. It's been a frustrating week for a lot of people. Um, probably the past week or two. So let's get on to get out of here. Let's air some grievances. Get out of here. Let's go. Get out of here. Are you ready to play the game? It's time for get out of here. You know, this is ridiculous, right? And to take a serious tone for a second, there's a reason why this country has um, 5% of the population, but 20% of the COVID infections and 20% of the deaths. Alabama wins its seventh national championship in how many years? Eleven years. And the, down. And, the, and the city of, of Tuscaloosa warns the people. This is a pandemic. This is a little <laughs> bit different. I understand that you want to be excited, but we have to celebrate responsi- responsibly. And what do you see? Alabama beats Ohio State. Not 30 minutes after they win, the streets of Tuscaloosa are filled with Crimson Tide fans. Wall to wall. Many of them maskless, at least from what I saw. Yeah. That is unacceptable. Um, Alabama fans, most importantly, the ones that were out there celebrating in the streets of Tuscaloosa when you have your neighbors, um, your mothers, your brothers and sisters getting affected, dying from this pandemic, get out of here. Learn to care about others. This is inexcusable. I, I'm really at a loss for words. You need to be a little bit more responsible. Get out of here. And right. I think the worst part, too, is you got to assume... Right, boy, I really ran out of steam there at the end. <laughs> you got to assume, like... <laughs> I was doing it's fine. Like a, just, like a balloon that just yeah, deflated ooh, too quickly. Le- you gotta, I, I was leaking confidence at the end. You got to assume, like, 75 to 80% of the people there, this wasn't the first national championship they celebrated. Well, so that's it's like... Yeah, well, that's the point. It's like, act like you've been there before, and they're just... They just Well, it's also care. the only, like, sport there. So. Yeah, but, I mean, that's, that's like the... College I mean, football. Yeah, that's expected. It's not like yeah. they upset someone i mean they they were like they were supposed to win <laughs> yeah so but anyways get out of here people with no masks getting together like that the the irresponsibility um is just appalling and i wish we all would just look out for our neighbors a little bit more 
um, because so, we're all in this we're all in this together. And it's right. not it's not going to get better um, until we start really caring about this and be proactive. Yeah, that's why we say stay safe out here. Um, I'm gonna bring you to a more positive note. Yeah, yeah. We, we can't to get out of here, but it, it's a, a more positive note. You guys, you know our pregame Mario Kart. We get going every week. Yeah, and um, I can't I can't seem to dethrone you. I had you. It, we were kind of trading blows back and forth, and I think you've kind of taken uh, control. You've probably won the last four or five, huh? Yeah, but I, I still I still have something that just itches behind my head. Like every time we play, who was the designer? For these maps, that Wario, <laughs> Wario Stadium, <laughs> what's the star? The Rainbow Road. Rainbow Road. Yeah, no, Rainbow Road. Speaking of Who designed at- these 90-degree angle turns without a border when you're going full speed ahead? And if you miss a drift or get hit by an item, you're like you're 100%. You're falling off the edge and going from second to eighth. And all the computer every- players, like hit the turn perfectly you're being, yeah of course you're you're being set up to fail in these games yeah. so, like you're increasing and then you increase the speed to increase the difficulty and it's like okay try going around this 90 degree turn followed by a 90 degree turn like one inch after in the other direction you're being set up to fail by these game designers they, yeah. they, they must love pain so uh nintendo designers malevolent game designers of mario kart maps get, get the hell out, out of here here all right, Ben. That's right. for last. Well, <laughs> so I can't stand developments who have visitors and reserve spots. Oh. But the amount of visitor <laughs> spots are like six and reserve one. spots are like a thousand. I know people who live here should get priority on the parking. But, I mean, come on. Like, let's be real. Like, the visitor spots specifically here, unbelievable. There's, there's maybe like 10 visitor spots for yeah, a pretty, like hundreds a pretty, of units. A pretty self-involved one. But uh, the parking spaces around here, they come at a premium. There are way too many reserve spots and not enough visitor spots. I don't understand why people can't just suck it up, park in whatever space is closest. Yeah. That's how it worked in my old neighborhood, and it was never a problem. Yeah. Here, for some reason... People insist on leaving 30 reserve spaces open and then basically leaving the rest of us to fend for visitor spots. It's ridiculous, and I kind of co-opted your get out of here. But no, get the it's hell fine. Apartment here. complexes who do that who make visitor parking a pain. Yep. Get out of yeah. here. And with that, uh, we have Taco Bell coming through the gates as we speak. So we're going to head out of here. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy some nice cool weather if you're in South Florida and wherever you are. Stay tuned. Stay safe. Cue the music.